Thank you, Lord. Oh, I look for your appearing, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. While you're standing, you reach down and grab your Bibles, amen, to the book of Esther, chapter number 8. Esther, chapter number 8, amen. Verse 15 through verse 17. Esther, chapter 8. Esther chapter number 8, Nehemiah Esther, everybody there, amen, scripture reads, and Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in royal appeal, of blue and white, and with a great crown of gold, and with a garment of fine linen and purple. And the city of Shushan rejoiced and was glad. The Jews had light and gladness and joy and honor. And in every province and in every city, whithersoever the king's commandment and his decree came, the Jews had joy and gladness, a feast, and a good day. And many of the people of the land became Jews, for the fear of the Jews fell upon them. Amen. And I want to minister to you this thought today. The Jews had light. And the Jews had light. Father, we praise you again this day, Lord. We thank you again for your kindness. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy, your presence that we feel in this place. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us, O oh God. Touch our hearts, O oh God. Enlighten us. Bring us to understand and give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and instructions, Lord. We thank you again this day, God. Blessed be your glorious name. In Jesus' name, amen. And you may be seated. And the Jews had Light. Amen. In 1962, if you was born back in those days or before those days, you probably remember when the space stations and the space program was being uh, implemented and coming forth. Amen. And we know of an astronaut by the name of John Glenn who orbited the Earth. Amen. But before he decided to orbit the earth, some concerns began to arise. And one of the concerns that began to arise was that as he was orbiting the earth, once he came down under around Australia, if it would be so dark that he would get lost and would not know what trajectory or what path he was on. And so the concern became a concern for NASA. And so when it reached a town called Perth, Australia, 
that the people that lived in that little town of Australia began to say, well, what if we put on lights? What if we put up lights all over the city so when the time he is to pass that way, we turn on the lights? Do you think he will be able to see us or see our town? And so they came up with that idea to put lights all over the town. And so when John Glenn ordered it down under, and when just when he was supposed to be approaching the town of Perth, Australia, all the people flipped it on their lights, uh, and he responded back, tell them thank you for turning on the lights. See, perfectly. And so the town of Little Perth, Australia today is known as the city of lights. Amen. Because they turned on the lights for an astronaut to be able to see. From the book of Genesis in the creation to the end in the book of Revelation, we see that the first thing that God did was he created light. The Bible lets us know that the earth was dark and without form, but God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And the light was called the day, and the darkness was called the night. Paul speaking to the church at Thessalonica in the fifth chapter and the fifth verse, he says, you are the children of the light, and the children of the day. You are not of the night, nor of the darkness. So we need to understand what we are to be. We are to be the light. We're not of darkness. We are the children of the light because God is light. Amen. This is why Jesus tell us, let your light shine, that men shall see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. John said that Jesus Christ In him was life, and the light was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. He said, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came into his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. The word light can be seen in many ways. It can be seen to illuminate, to bring us understanding, to give us knowledge, to make things visible for us, to open our understanding, and to give us discernment. When God led the children out of Egypt, it was a type and shadow of bringing them out of darkness into the light. It was a type and shadow of delivering them from captivity and taking them to freedom. It's the same way with you and I. When we come out of the world, we are coming out of darkness unto the marvelous light. It is the light that draws us. Jesus told Nicodemus in John 3, he says, here is condemnation. Light is coming to the world. But men love darkness rather than light because 
because their deeds are evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest their deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be manifest, that they are works of God. Paul told the children at Ephesus, whatsoever doth manifest is light. Amen. The sense is that light is the mean of seeing what things really are. We discern their form. We discern their nature. We discern their appearance by light. So it is with the gospel. The light of the world, amen, can be enlightened, amen, by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Everything that will show real form and nature of an object deserves to be called the light. John writing to the church and First John 1, chapter 1, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it and bear witness, and shown to you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that you may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of Him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. When we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he's in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sins. The manifestation, amen, of Jesus Christ will show forth the light. Some people says that the book of Esther, when you begin to read it, that there is no mention of the word God or anything about God. There's no mention of Jehovah. But I beg the difference. Amen. Because, as I said earlier, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Peter said this, no, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. But holy men of God move or speak as they was moved by the Holy Ghost. Once you find in the book of Esther. Thread is woven. It's like a tapestry, amen, of God's fingerprints and God's handprints all over the situation and all over what is taking place in that town of Shushan. You can begin to see God working, as the songwriter said, even though you can't see him, he's working. Even though you can't feel him, he's working. He's working. He's Amen. Where darkness is, there is going to be some light. Amen. God is at work in the situation. We know the whole story of Esther. We understand, amen, how Esther became the queen. Amen. We know that the first queen refused to come forth. Amen. Isn't that amazing how God works? Amen. In circumstances and in situations. We know that the... And the former queen, this guy, was put 
struck down because she would not display her beauty the way that the king had called for her to come forth. And so the call went out to look for a new queen. And so as a result, Esther was chosen to be the queen. And we know that even there was a man named Haman, which was wicked. His desire was to kill all the Jews, to wipe them off the face of the earth, because Mordecai would not bow to him. We know that Mordecai was actually Esther's cousin, and she had raised her from a young girl. Amen. And as a result, uh, Esther is chosen because of her beauty, amen, and to be the next queen. And while the the decree had been signed to destroy all the Jews, and Haman desired to destroy everyone, Mordecai would not bow, and as a result of this, amen, he was able to save the king because he was able to hear a plot to kill the king. And so Mordecai, amen, was watching what would transpire with Esther. And when Esther was selected to be queen, and then the situation began to unfold by Haman to kill all the Jews, Mordecai sends a message to Esther and tell her that she needs to go talk to the king and to change the situation. But Esther tells Mordecai, you just can't walk in and see the king. You basically got to be summoned by the king. But Mordecai tells Esther, who knows if you have not been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. That should speak to every one of us. Who knows as we see our world is getting darker and darker, and it seems like many are being destroyed, and children's lives have been snuffed out through abortions, and so many other things are taking place throughout the land and throughout the world. Who knows if you and I have not been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. Amen. Who knows whether it's time for us to approach the king. Amen. And to get the decree changed around. Amen. We see here the scripture says, uh, amen, that the Jews have light. Uh, amen. Somehow I see Esther and Mordecai as being the light uh, in that city at that present time. They knew what was going on. They knew that something had to be done about the situation of not others' lives. Their own people's lives were going to be destroyed. And so Esther says to Mordecai, you have the people to pray and you have them to fast for three days. And I will have my people to pray and fast. And then I will approach the king. And you notice how Esther has all kinds of tact and she has all kinds of diplomacy. She don't, of course, tell what she's up to. And what she needs. She just goes to the king. She finds acceptance. 
And then she says to him, Amen, I want you to come to the banquet that I have prepared for you. And Haman, and she does this a couple of times, and then she exposes what wicked Haman is up to. And as a result, where Haman had built the gallows to kill Mordecai, he found them himself hanging on the gallows. And then the Bible lets us know from that standpoint, Mordecai is elevated. And the Bible says that he goes out in a royal robe. Amen. And from that point, the Jews have light. I come to tell somebody today, you might think he is all finished. You might think it's all over. You might think that the enemy's out to destroy you. But I come to tell you, you've got light. You've got light around you. You've got light everywhere you look. God has given you promise. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. He's there with you every step of the way. He knows your struggle. He knows your pain. He knows your fear. He knows your anxiety. He knows your loneliness. He knows your abuse. He knows your rejection. Amen. Don't ever think that the light is not there. He is as close as the mention of his name. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. David says, the Lord is my light and my my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies, and my foes come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and they fall. Though a host encamp against me, and this I will not fear. Though war rise against me, and this I will be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he will hide me in his pavilion and the secret of his tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me on a rock and my head will be high about my enemies round about me. Therefore, without this tabernacle, the sacrifices of joy, I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises unto the Lord. For the Lord's word is a lamp unto my feet and is a light unto my pathway. The entrance to thy word giveth me light. Jesus says in John 8, 12, He that follow me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. The Jews had light. Praise God. Micah says, Rejoice not against me, O mine enemies. For when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light around about me. Amen. We need to understand that God is in us. All the world, the world may seem like it's dark, we still have the light. Amen. Paul came to, was on his way to Damascus, and all of a sudden, around him shone the light from heaven, and it knocked him off his mule, and it said to him, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou? 
thou me? It is hard to kick against the pricks. And Paul says, Who art thou, Lord? And he says, I am Jesus, whom you persecuted. It is hard to kick against the pricks. And Paul says, Lord, what would you have me to do? And he said, Rise and go to the street called Straight, and it will be told you what you shall do. Paul embraced the light. And once he embraced the light, his life was never the same ever again. He was brought out of darkness unto the marvelous light. And Peter says, you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are a peculiar people that you shall show up the praises of him that has called you out of darkness unto his marvelous light. You are to be the light of the world. Israel had light from that moment on. Everything was changed. Every situation was changed. From the time they was brought out of darkness out of Egypt, they had a cloud by day and they had a pillar of fire by night. It was God saying, I will always be with you. I will always, not I will never forsake you. They had killed the prophets. They had killed the priests. They had killed the apostles, the disciples, the preachers, and the teachers. But I come to tell you today, it is able, he is able to bring you out of darkness to the marvelous light. David says in Psalms 139, verse 10 and 11, surely, amen, that if the night should cover me, God will be a light round about me. Amen. God is light. He will always, if I say the darkness is going to cover me, even the night shall be light around about me. The night hideth not from thee. Amen. Darkness cannot cover God from seeing what I have need of, where I am in my life. Nothing can prevent God. God has x-ray vision. Amen. Superman has nothing on God. Amen. If you think Superman can look for a wall, God can look through your heart. He has light. He is an x-ray vision God. He can open your understanding. He can bring us out of darkness. There is nothing impossible. How sad it would be to have light and walk in darkness. This is what John is saying to us. If we say we have the light and walk in darkness, he says you're lying. Because God is light. You can't walk in the darkness and God not expose it to you. If God is in you, if you try to go in the darkness, he's going to expose the darkness and the wrong path you're going down. Because it's light. Amen. God is light. He opens up how sad it would be to know that he was in the presence of light and still set in darkness. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemies. When I said in darkness, the Lord is going to be a light. Amen. We have light. Nothing is hidden from him. That's why Job says he knows the way that I take. He understands. He sees all things. What looked like darkness 
with all the death that was happening to the Jews by, by Haman, amen, God flipped the light switch on. When Esther walked into that king, amen, and told him what Haman was up to, amen, it was the end of his life, amen. The darkness was snuffed out and light immediately appeared, amen, and the decree was changed. A new man, a child of God, was elevated to the second in command and be able to do what God had ordained to be done all the time. It was the same way with Joseph. He was sold into prison. He went into darkness down into Egypt. But God was with him. Amen. And it's the same way for you and I. Sometimes we might find ourselves in a dark situation. But don't ever give up. Because God is always with you. Light is there. God is just weaving the quilts together. He's just weaving the pieces of the puzzle together so that you can see the beauty of the picture of what God is going to try to do for you and I. Esther is a story of encouragement and a story of strength. It is a story to let you know and let me know that God will use his people in dark situations and dark times to expose the evil one, and to bring the light of the gospel into play, to deliver the people that sit in darkness, and bring them to the marvelous light. Notice what the scripture says at the end, that many that wasn't even Jews joined to become Jews because they saw that they had light, and they saw that there was a God that was with them to change the situation. Hey, I come to tell you today. There's many that don't know what you know. You are spiritual Jews and you need to realize that there's many that's going to turn their hearts to God when you continue to let your light shine so that men can see his good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Praise God. Don't ever sit in darkness. When you have light. Amen. If I say surely the darkness will cover me. The Lord is going to be light around about me. The darkness hideth not from thee. The night and the day are both alike to him. Amen. He says nothing can hide God. Praise God. Nothing can hide you from him. He knows you. He knows where you are. He knows what you're going through. Amen. So don't get sidetracked. The Jews had light. Amen. It's sown in righteousness and gladness. Amen. And they came out not only with light, they had gladness. It is the Lord's strength. Amen. It is the power of Almighty God. They had light. They had gladness. They had joy. They had honor. Everything that looked like the enemy was trying to take from them was given back to them. Amen. He will restore that which the keeper has tried to take 
take away. He will restore that which the enemy has tried to destroy in your life. Amen. The light is going to come on. You just hang in there. It may look dark right now, but you just hold on and see that he brings you out to the marvelous light. But Peter said, it is the trial of your faith that worketh patience. But let it have its perfect works. Amen. Let God work. Let God have a chance. The Jews had light. And you and I have the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It did not come in word only. It came in power. It came in the Holy Ghost. And it came in much assurance. Amen. I've come to tell you today. They had light. You got light. And that more abundantly. They only knew him as Jehovah. But you know him now as Jesus of Nazareth. You know him as the mighty God is Jesus. The Prince of Peace is he. The everlasting Father. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. How sad it would be to continue in a depressive state, rejected state, downtrodden state, despondent state, when you got the light with you. When you have the light with you, it would be sad to stay in that state when you got Almighty God with you. Oh, my. Oh, my. To know that the creator of everything is amongst you. To know that Almighty God dwells among you. Those four lepers in Second Kings, they says, why are we going to sit here until we die? It says if we go into the city, there's famine there. But if we go to the Syrians, only thing they can do is either kill us or feed us. And when they made a move, God made a move. God made some noise and those Syrians got out of there and they left everything. Amen. And they went and they had food and they had clothes and they had gold. They had horses. They had everything they could ever want. Amen. Because when they made a move, God made a move. See, when Mordecai made a move and he sent to Esther and he says, who knows if you have not been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. He says, if you you can step back and say, I'm the queen if you want to. He said, but you need to understand they're, they're going to kill you too once they find out who you are. Amen. But when she made a move, God made a move. And when God made his move, amen, you know the story as you look at it. The king couldn't sleep one night. And as a result, he started having a dream. And he began to say, did I ever do anything for that guy that told me about them guys that was going to kill me? 
And as a result, uh, he got them flipping through the books, uh, and he realized that they had never honored Mordecai. And the king says, who's uh, out in the courtyard? And they says, Haman is coming in. And Haman was coming in to go ask the king if it was all right the king to hang Mordecai on the gallows, to kill him, amen, in the city street. He was going to make a big public display, amen. But when he came, amen, into the courtyard, the king says, who's in the court? And they says, Haman. He says, get him in. And Haman came in. And the king says, Haman, what should be done to the man that I desire to honor? And the Bible says, Haman thought it was going to be him. Amen. And Haman says, i tell you what you should do. You should put a royal robe on him, put him on your horse, and laid him round through the city. And the king says, don't delay. You go do it. Do it to Mordecai right now. And so as a result, Haman, in disgrace, had to lead Mordecai around the city on a horse of the kings. Amen. And then he went home and he just wept and cried because he had the honor of Jew. Amen. And we know that after that, it was then that Esther went in and she has the banquet this, this way. And Haman is all excited. He tells his wife, he tells his friend, oh man, Esther is inviting me along with the king to come to the banquet. Who else? You know, his pride got high, got lifted up. Amen. But when Esther exposed what he was doing, amen, and the king had him hung on those gallows, and Mordecai was elevated to the second, amen, and when he put on the royal robe, and he went out, and the Bible says, and the Jews had light, amen, God had opened up, he has revealed what the enemy was up to, you just stay faithful to God, you just keep holding on to God, and the enemy might try to destroy you, but I come to tell you, God will expose him, and God will get rid of him. If the Bible says if one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight, you just hold on, because you will have right with you all the way to the end of the earth. Amen. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, yes, Lord, I thank you for the light, God. I thank you for the light, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're worthy, God. You're worthy, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. Oh, God, I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're worthy, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, let me walk in that gospel light, God. Tell my journey is through. Hallelujah. And I'll be with you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let me walk in the light. In that blessed gospel light. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, I praise you, God. I worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you. Hallelujah. You've got the light. You've got the light. You've got the light. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. 
Oh, I bless your glorious name, Lord. I praise your glorious name. You are my God. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, God. Oh, yes, God. I thank you for the light. Oh, yes. If you're here today, you need to change. Amen. Hallelujah. Now's the opportunity. You've got the light all around you. Because the Bible says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the mix of thee. He's there. We have light. And that more abundantly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus.